0: Welcome to Who Knew with Bruce Lubin from QuickAndDirtyTips.com. I'm Jennifer Budno, the editor of the Who Knew books. Today, we're talking about two of the most fun parts of holiday prep, I think. Holiday baking and gift wrapping. And we've got some tips on making gift wrapping cheaper and easier, and how to make sure your Christmas cookies come out perfect, even if you usually burn them in the oven. But first, if you've ever felt like you had to choose between getting new blinds or holding on to your life savings... Those fears end now thanks to SelectBlinds.com. SelectBlinds won't gouge you like those big, greedy blind corporations. Just check out the over 170,000 five star reviews on their site. Shop today at SelectBlinds.com. Mention you heard about them on a podcast at checkout and get sample swatches absolutely free. That's SelectBlinds.com. How's it going, Bruce? It's great, Jen. How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was awesome. How was your Thanksgiving? I'm still thinking about all the food (laughs) and maybe about my exercise regime (laughs) that I should start. Um, And I was able to put up a little Christmas tree, which I love. I have a ton of Christmas decorations. And I I always uh, I find a neighborhood man friend to make me to help me carry the Christmas tree home because in Brooklyn, they just sort of sell them on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, people just show up selling trees. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. smells wonderful. Good so um, I just snagged one of those and got it home. But I have a question for you that I'm pretty sure you can answer because Tell I have me. been working on Who knew Tips for a long time. and Something tells me you have an answer for this one. There's pine needles everywhere. Uh, and I know you. I'm not the only one of this problem. And, yes, I know in last time's podcast you said that we should all get a humidifier to keep our trees moist exactly and make sure right. to put – sugar in them to to the feed them yep. but what do you do about those pine needles that are inevitably going to end up on the floor and are all over the place how do you how do you clean them up without my problem is that if i try to just vacuum it clogs the vacuum and i'm afraid of messing up the motor yeah,
1: yeah. well you're not alone there jen what you want to do is on your your largest vacuum <laughs> you're just here to attachment. help
0: america you're
1: here to help america <laughs> Take the largest uh, vacuum uh, attachment that you have. Yeah. That covers the biggest surface. And you want to cover it in pantyhose. Oh,
0: so good old is, pantyhose. Mm-hmm,
1: all the pine needles will get stuck to the pantyhose. And then as it does, you just take them off and you can keep going like that and put them in a, you know another receptacle. And you are done. Very nice. Floor is
0: clean. Then you can use the pantyhose to clean the outside of a candle. You can, you can do that <laughs> if you're you into life hack life.
1: Perhaps there's a Seven <laughs> Eleven down the block. Want.
0: No, actually, I've heard of people using those pine needles as uh, air freshener sachets. Yeah. Like they make oh, them yeah, a little absolutely. sachet and yes. break apart the needles and yep. make them smell. It works. So it's it not a bad works. idea. So hey,
1: that candle tip, though, you should say that. You 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 tease the audience with
0: no. I explain i mean pantyhose is great for cleaning candles because they get dusty on the outside if you have nice candles you can use pantyhose to clean i mean i assume that people have listened to every single one of Excuse our me, podcasts i'm here
1: for you america in case you didn't know how to <laughs> clean those candles i made sure she got to it there
0: do you know who else is here for america that would be lisa is she here no select i mean yes she is but before lisa we have to hear from selectblends.com who's also here for america You don't have to choose between saving money and updating your window treatments anymore. SelectBlinds.com has got you covered. And their loyal customers seem to agree. Just check out the more than 170,000 five-star reviews on their site. At SelectBlinds.com, you can choose from a selection of high-quality custom blinds, shades, and drapes. It's the simple and smart way to get blinds. SelectBlinds makes it easy to do it yourself without going it alone. Measure, choose, and install your new window coverings with the support of their online specialists. If you can hang a picture, you can hang your own blinds. They've served over a million happy customers. Why not be one of them? Shop today at selectblinds.com. Mention you heard about them on a podcast at checkout and get sample swatches of the room darkening blinds or shades of your choice. Absolutely free. That's selectblinds.com. I love selectblinds. So do I. They're great. We have another great tip today from ThePennyHoarder.com. Is Lisa here? Yes, Lisa Rowan, as you know.
2: She's got another good tip for us. Here it is. Hi, I'm Lisa Rowan from The Penny Hoarder, here with today's Money Hack. With Christmas only a few weeks away, you're probably stressed out about what presents to buy your family and dreading how much money you're going to spend on those presents. I'm here to tell you a few ways you can avoid spending hundreds of dollars on presents, and help you escape the consumerism treadmill. There's nothing better than a gift made with love, and the holidays are the perfect time to create homemade gifts for all the special people in your life, and you don't even have to be great with scissors. You could collect flower seeds, put them in pretty envelopes, and include planting instructions. You could also make a fun family video with a free app you can download on your phone. Do you have some foolproof dinner recipes that everyone always loves? Write them up onto recipe cards or in cute dollar store notebooks. Another great idea is to make a digital family cookbook. Put all your family member's signature recipes in it, and you'll be surprised to find out how rich and generous the holidays can be without draining your wallet. For more holiday money hacks, visit thepennyhoarder.com.
0: Those are some great tips and they wrap right into what we're talking about pun intended which is wrapping paper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right and frugal wrapping paper. Yeah. All right so here's my first tip. So okay. when you're buying wrapping paper you know it can cost sometimes like $10 a roll. Yeah,
0: it gets expensive.
1: The the place to go is the craft store cuz you can get like these giant oh, 200 foot rolls like
0: Michaels that kind yep. of Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're t- they're always like a solid color which mm-hmm. you can get a huge roll for like seven dollars, yeah,
0: like a two hundred foot roll yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it so is. that's what yeah. I would
1: do. I would absolutely go there. And if you want to dress it up, I mean, you have ways of dressing up the your wrapping your your, your gifts.
0: Yeah, no one ever said, "Oh, this wrist wrapping paper is too basic" or what have you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One thing that I've even used in the past, um, besides pages from last year's calendar, which is especially mm-hmm. awesome if your cat, like mine was, was in the Cats and Sweaters twenty sixteen calendar. <laughs> God There's rest his soul. Plug. I know. Mm-hmm. I have to mention being a cat lady in pretty much every podcast it's part <laughs> of my uh it's part of my appeal this is how i get the men but um you can use pages from last year's calendar or um if you have kids have them draw on some printer paper yeah um or you can get Pick kind of imaginative that. uh one that i like is copying sheet music so if you have a, if you're giving presents to someone who's a musician um you can black and white copy you know use your if your company's printer isn't a highly guarded you know mm-hmm. secret you can do some Uh, copying of sheet music or words from a book.
1: You know what I've used? What? Uh, since I now have a smartphone and I never, ever use an old map, like uh-huh. a, a real map. I yeah. use old maps.
0: Oh, you just take the map right out of the book.
1: Take, take the, no, just
0: old maps that yeah. I have. Oh, yeah. Because right? I, I, I never, never
1: use them. I do everything on my yeah. phone, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. When are you going to bring a whole map of New Jersey not. with you? That's a good idea. <laughs> um, another good one is that if you have paper napkins that are sort of too good to use, I know you probably have a lot of those, Bruce. Oh, yeah. I know you probably, a story <laughs> or pretty napkins, but I happen to have some pretty napkins. And if you have some with, like, poinsettias or some sort of nice Christmas theme and you uh, have been sort of saving them, they're actually really good for wrapping small presents, especially, like, little bundles of candy or something. Terrific. It's a good idea. What other wrapping uh, hacks do you
1: have? Well, I will tell you about shipping presents. So if you get all your presents and, uh, you know, you're going to go home and yeah. you, you, you bring a, a suitcase on, you're going to pay Either fifteen or twenty five, sometimes even fifty bucks for like a second bag. Yeah, on yeah. Your flight carry home. Uh,
0: the checked baggage. Yep, but
1: you can you you can send up to seventy pounds of gifts for as little as fourteen dollars. Wow! So you always want to send everything home. Plus, that's an incentive to not wait to the last minute to shop too, knowing you have to send it home beforehand. But that's what I would do.
0: Yeah, and if you're sending books, DVDs, or CDs, you know, I mean, not that many people buy CDs anymore, but those three things are considered what's called media mail. Media mail,
1: that's right. Yeah, and
0: you can get a cheaper postal rate. So if you're buying a book for someone and sending it for Christmas, go to the post office and ask them for the media mail rate. It's it's about half the price of regular right. first class mail.
1: So let me give you some more like crazy wrapping tips that are going to save you money. So if you Please. have like big old bows from last uh-huh. year that yeah. you don't throw out, yeah. right? If they're all wrinkled and smashed, mm-hmm. all you want to do is oh, wait for it, put them in the dryer on low Ooh. heat with a little damp cloth cloth for a couple of minutes, and that will get rid of all the And then no one will know
0: that you used your bows from last year.
1: No, I have another one that's kind of like, well, you're you're not a crazy cat lady, but this is kind of like a little bit of a little quirky tip here. (laughs) If you're using old, uh, if you have a a tissue paper from last year Mm -hmm. and you want to use it again, all you have to do is (laughs) iron it. So somebody wrote in and said, this is what they do. And I actually tried it. And it's like brand new. It takes about a
0: second to do. You, mm, you know, a... I think I think probably getting... I'm too anal to iron uh, tissue paper, but I could see that like if you had one piece of tissue paper left and you had to put it in a bag or so something. Wait, are you, so are you judging me? You just me? do it on the lowest <laughs> setting and and Yes, uh,
1: at the low exactly right, on the lowest setting. So, what do you think of that tip? Would you do it? Um,
0: I think that's... uh
1: Are th- you backing away slowly from me right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> Um I have a good one for pat for uh, for wrapping if your gifts have stickers on oh, them. Oh, let's hear it. You can get the sticker off with a hairdryer. Yeah. Um you just ru- the hairdryer um heats up the adhesive. Um so if you have a pesky label that's just not coming off, just run a hairdryer on it and it heats up. Well,
1: speaking of, of labels, so once you get your gift, if you've got like a price tag on mm-hmm. it that you can't get off, what mm-hmm. you want to use is a little bit of hand sanitizer.
0: Oh, instead in. of a hairdryer.
1: Yep. It de-sticks it de- the adhesive uh, in any sort of sticker glue. So just put it on a spot, let it sit for a couple of minutes, and then use a coin or something and rub it off, and uh, off you go.
0: That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Who needs
1: an outlet? Are we going to talk about baking now?
0: We are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how much cookie baking do you do in the... Well, I, I do none. <laughs> but you, <need> those- <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, I had a-, a grandmother who lived in Iowa. My dad is from Iowa, and she made... So many holiday cookies every year. They had a Fantastic. sun porch in Iowa, but it was really cold over the winter. So she would make, I mean, I don't know. I would say 20 batches of cookies or more, at Fantastic. least 20. And she would keep them in the sun porch to keep them cold. And if you're a little girl pretending to be asleep before Christmas, let me oh, just tell you. there you just go out in the middle of the night and it is a cookie schmorka board out there with everyone sleep <laughs> it was just like <laughs> all the cookies so that's what i think of when i think of god rest her soul that's what i always think well, of when i think of cookies is, is being is, out in my sun grandmother's porch. sun porch mm-hmm. just gorging myself
1: Jeannie does all the baking i'm re- I, I i normally just like of uh, uh, iron the uh, uh you
0: iron the tissue paper the and we tissue get at that yeah, so
1: like <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk that's about baking a of lot of batches of cookies. Okay, let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, because that's
0: what the holidays are all about. If you're my grandmother making a majillion cookies, what do you do? So
1: here's what you want to do with your cookie sheets. You want to make sure that, you know, you, you cool the sheets down for at least two to three minutes between putting them back in the oven. Oh, uh, why is so that? So take them out. You want to take them off. And by the way, if they get stuck to the bottom mm-hmm. of a cookie sheet, a little dental floss.
0: Always it's the dental floss. Always dental
1: floss. But what you want to do is not use too hot a surface. So make sure that oh, it's down. Oh, so you let them down. cool down. Yeah, that way they won't burn. Also, if you've got, like, really thin baking sheets mm-hmm. uh, and you have more than one, just use them two at a time because they could be burning oh. because it's just too thin. Is that
0: like those, those double panel yep. baking sheets? Mm-hmm. It's basically like a DIY. Yeah.
1: And the other thing what you want to do is... You know, it's like cooking scrambled eggs. Like, you always yeah. want to get them off the heat before they're done because they're, they're still going to cook a little bit. With yeah. cookies, it's the same way. So, always take them out like a minute or so before you think they really would be done. Hmm. Let them sit in the hot pan. That'll cool the pan. Get them off, maybe with dental floss. And now <laughs> the pan is cool again. You can now, the, the sheet is cool again. You can now use it on your next batch of cookies. Very so, good. How about that?
0: That's pretty good. Now I have a total setup for you. Let's hear it. What do you do if you have lumpy brown sugar? Oh,
1: come on, Jen. Give me something more difficult <laughs> than
0: that.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, everyone has a lumpy brown sugar because there's moisture that gets yeah. into the brown sugar. So what you want to do when you store it is put some, like, saltine crackers Oh. With the brown sugar, and that will keep it lump-free.
0: I know that's your preferred method, because I was over at your house once, and Jeannie opened the freezer and went, we have enough stuff in the freezer to be keeping brown sugar in here. Because that's the other tip, is that you can keep your brown sugar in the freezer. You
1: can indeed. Unless you
0: have too many things in your freezer, like Bruce and Jeannie, in which Mm -hmm. case you have to go for the saltines.
1: But if it it gets to be a giant lump, just put it in like a like a ball of aluminum foil, and bake it at 350 in an oven for about five minutes.
0: Oh, so it's not, like, it, it's it's reversible.
1: It's Oh, totally reversible. Uh, you can do that, or you can put it in a microwave with, like, a piece of white bread or half an apple, cover it, and heat it for, like, 15 or 20 seconds, and let it stand for a few minutes. What you're really trying to do is just add m- moisture back into it. Oh, so okay. those are two good ways to to sort of reconstitute The brown sugar. But if you do use your saltine or your freezer, (laughs) you will not have this problem.
0: Oh, that reminds me of another sugar tip from my friend Lindsay that appeared in one of our books because we always put reader tips in our books. We do. So if you have forgotten to soften your butter beforehand, Mm -hmm. um, if this has ever happened to you, you know what happens is that then you put the butter in the microwave, but then it melts too much and Mm -hmm. then you have melted butter and then that's not the right consistency. And you're like, ah, why didn't I take the butter out of the microwave? What or out of the refrigerator, the thing to do is um, instead of trying to heat up the butter, heat up the sugar. So put the sugar in the microwave for about twenty to thirty seconds, and then stir it, and then see how it is. And once the sugar gets warm, then mix it with the butter, and that will basically soften your butter with you and for you, and you don't have to worry about the trial and error of trying to heat the butter instead of the sugar.
1: Thank Lindsay for that one. That's a great tip. I always do. Speaking of the microwave, if you're chopping chocolate. You know, if it's if it's cold, you get all these shards as you as you chop it. But if and you, then it
0: get they get all over the cutting board, and right. then basically and never come off. Yeah.
1: But what you want to do is if you take your chocolate and microwave it for like not even a minute, just make it slightly get it slightly softened, and then when you cut it, it won't splinter as much. So it's going to be way cleaner. That's a great um, one.
0: What about others? Anything else for adding stuff into yes. cookies? Yes.
1: So if you're using walnuts or any sort of nuts. In a blender, just throw a little sugar in it, and that'll keep them mm. from, when you chop them, from sticking together. So, or you can also put them all in a sealed plastic bag and then just use a rolling pin over them. So that's a great way Oh, that's way a to good idea. Nuts or graham ca- crackers if you're making, you know, a pie crust or something like that, or vanilla wafers. Yeah, especially because so,
0: yeah. I just buy whatever nuts are on sale, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're not the small pieces I need, so that's a great one.
1: Your blender and a little
0: bit of sugar, Jen. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so what about when the cookies are done? There are two different kinds of cookies in this world, chewy cookies and crispy cookies. And it seems like whatever type of cookies you make, they always go from one or the other. If you want chewy cookies, they end up crispy. If you want crispy cookies, they end up chewy. So tell us what we need to do. Isn't
1: that a problem we all have? Life's rough. I've got you covered here, Jen. So if you want to keep your cookies crisp, what you're going to do is... When you put them in a container, use some crumpled up tissue paper. Presumably the tissue paper you haven't ironed. Yes. Leave that, (laughs) put it at the bottom of the container, fill the cookies and close the lid and they will stay nice and crisp. If you want them to be really sort of chewy and soft, what you want to do is uh, add either half an apple or a piece of white bread to the cookie jar. That'll give moisture to the cookies and keep them soft for like days.
0: Perfect.
1: So how about that?
0: I love it. (laughs) Um, And if you're going to give cookies as presents... Um, make sure to put them in plastic wrap, too, because if you put them in a cardboard box or whatever, then they'll they'll get stale. Yeah,
1: they really need to be airtight, for that's sure. That's something to remember sure. about your cookies. There are plenty more baking tips.
0: How um. many cookies are too many cookies to eat while wrapping mm. gifts? That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't think we've ever reached that number yet. So. Oh, so it's just we'll as many see. as I
0: want. <laughs> that's a tip I like. <laughs> so, do you know what time it is now that we've talked wrapping and... Cookies would it and cookie wrapping. Would it be lightning round time? It would be lightning round time.
1: Let's get to it then.
0: So for those that are new to the podcast, uh, what we do is we have a, at the end each time a life hack lightning round where Jeannie gives Bruce a um, name of a household object in a, an envelope. And then we name as many things, many uh, life hacks as we can about that object one after another. So what's today's object? I just opened up the envelope. It is Salt. Salt. Simple so salt.
1: So that's a great... That First of all, something everyone has. And there's plenty of things you can use salt for to make your life easier.
0: I'll go uh, first.
1: Go first. Let's hear it. So
0: um, this is one... I mean, I guess it's sort of embarrassing, but we all have dandruff, or a lot of people mm-hmm. have dandruff. And one thing you can do really easily to get rid of the dandruff besides using that just, like, really freaking disgusting tar shampoo and various stuff... <laughs> is use salt. And what you do is it's with dry hair, um, go over the sink and rub it in your scalp. And it basically gets rid of all of the dandruff causing stuff on your scalp that's causing all the dandruff uh, using a little bit of friction. So you just rub it all into your scalp um, for, I would say, maybe about five minutes um, and then just wash your hair as usual. And that is really sort of all you need instead of worrying about you know this shampoo and that shampoo and it's been you know now my hair is too is dry so and now clever. it's too you know so so I love that tip for the I, have, I
1: have one that's I'm not that's ashamed helpful as well and that is if you've ever suffered from insomnia. And if you don't want to take any sort of this you know, tip
0: is amazing. It's amazing, and we've actually done research on this mm-hmm. one and doctor, it's from doctors.
1: This is like an old fashioned tip that my grandfather knew. And what you want to do is, or use, you want to put a little bit of salt on the back of your tongue, believe it or not, and then just you know let it sort of dissolve on your With tongue. With a glass,
0: it's like a it's salt and a half a glass of yeah. water. Yeah, and then you take yeah. a
1: little bit of water and let yeah. it dissolve. And there, there's the principles of the salt will. Will help you sleep. And it's crazy and it works. I love that one. I might just do it right now, (laughs) Jeff.
0: Salt, in addition to getting dandruff, is also good for freshening rugs. So if you have like a rug that's kind of like looking kind of blah, make a very strong salt water solution. You know, basically add water to salt until it's actually water and not a weird salty paste. And then when you have that very salty water, um get an another rag, get a rag or a sponge or something and 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 dip it into the salt water, and then put it onto the rug and just scrub 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 scrub, scrub, scrub scrub and if you do that um the salt i don 't know what the deal is, but I think the salt brightens the dye or something, but you can you can really tell the difference and just oh, yeah, leave it totally, out to dry absolutely. after you do it
1: another great use for salt is if you have a uh drinks you want to cool down really quickly mm-hmm. whether it 's beer or perhaps it 's soda or something else, what you want to <laughs> do is just get a cooler and put some ice and water and then throw some salt in it. And what happens, it'll, it'll lower the temperature of the water to sort of below freezing. It's like mm-hmm. if you ever stuck your hand in a really, really cold lake
0: uh-huh. and it's
1: below 32 degrees, it's yeah. full of salt. Yeah. So what you do is just throw some salt in there, you know, layer it, water, salt, ice, water, salt, ice, uh, and your drinks will be cool in a matter of minutes as opposed to, you know, an hour or so.
0: That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I only have one in my head right now. So this might be my last. Well, one. let's hear it. You can use salt for stains. Um, it's really good oh, for yes. soaking stuff up right immediately. So, like if you're cooking and you you know get something on your shirt or whatever, immediately put salt on it, and the salt will start sucking it up. Or like if you get something on the like if you dump you know red wine on the rug, grab your salt and pour the salt right onto that stain, and that'll the salt absorbs the stain faster than fabric.
1: That is so a, if you, that is as long
0: as tip. you work fast enough, it will yep. absorb all the liquid before the fabric well, does. Well, it's great
1: because if you spill a glass of wine on yourself while you're out at a restaurant or something, there you go. There's yeah. salt on the table. Yeah, Absolutely. you can use that too. Yep. Uh, that is such a great tip. I think we should just declare you the winner. Yes. Because mine like feels this. sort of ordinary. The ones I still have on my mind next to that. That's you would
0: rather tip. end on the salt? I would salt rather and the, end on that and, because and that's declare really me the winner. helpful. But what I if people are thinking now, like, what about that last salt tip? What could it have been? Now I kind of want to know what it was. What was it? All right. It?
1: So you know what? So we were talking about baking cookies, right? Yeah. And one of the things I forgot to say is that cookie dough, if you get it on your counter and it's a mess to clean up, yeah. just put a little salt on your counter and then sort of wipe the cookie dough into that. Oh, sort of
0: that's a healed. great tip. What it are you talking about? It is sort of a about? great tip. It is and sort of a And it's so great tip. like on point them- thematically. It really is. I think that's a better one to right, end, well, end well, on. Thank you Gosh, this is two life hack lightning rounds in a row that you've won. And I know I, know. I shouldn't feel bad because you're the master, but <laughs> I've, I've... You know, got a am like a trivia geek, you know, so this well, hurts.
1: There's always time to make that up. So don't worry <laughs>
0: about that, <laughs> Please, God, just let me work for Who Knew Tips for another <laughs> seven years. Yeah. That's all I want out of life. Yes. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. And as, as always, thanks to Quick and Dirty Tips for producing this podcast and making it all possible. Bruce and Jeannie are posting every day at quickanddirtytips.com slash who knew. And you can find all the tips from this podcast and much more there. And while you're online, please write us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Since we're a new podcast, it really helps us find an audience and make sure we can keep it going, which is all we want. Right, Bruce? You bet, Jen. And of course, you can always find us by searching Who New Tips on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, or Google. Tune in next time when we talk about Christmas aftermath. And have a great holiday.
1: Thanks, everyone.